Good morning, everybody. I'm Eureka John, and you're at Eureka Street Crypto, broadcasting from Leander, Texas. It is 6.18 in the morning, and it's July 12th, 2022, and this is my morning video blog, aka Brain Dump, where I dump to you all the things that I see on Twitter and I like and I bookmark, and you know, even LinkedIn has some decent articles um, as of late, you know, so, hey, man, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but but people are posting like Facebook style, you know, hyper emotional um, and political stuff on LinkedIn as well. So it's, you know, I never liked LinkedIn anyway, but it's gone. Um, it's kind of, you know, brought some of the Facebook elements since, you know, there's the great migration off of Facebook. And it's also uh, you know, brought some decent stuff too um, with Web3 and crypto starting to post some uh, more you know, articles about innovations and stuff like that um, as of late. So it's a double-edged sword with LinkedIn. Um, anyway, so yeah, it's my uh, <clears throat> brain dump. It's my sandbox where I play with audio and visual. And I, I apologize for the terrible audio that I've had for like the past three episodes um, I've been trying to figure something out. I was working with some filters and stuff like that, trying to get some live effects and live filters on there um, to illuminate a step in my post-production process, but it wasn't working out well. Then something got stuck. Some setting got stuck somewhere and I didn't, I couldn't for the life of me figure out what it was. And I thought it was in my, uh, my post-production audio program, but it wasn't. It was actually in this live streaming software, OBS, online broadcasting system, a service or whatever uh, software that I use. And um, yeah, I figured it out. I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so, if it's still wonky, then I have no excuse. I'm just terrible at this stuff. But that's what this is. This is a sandbox. And you know, if something doesn't work out you know, in, in one episode, I'm not going to go back and redo and edit it. I'm still going to publish it because that's the point of the show. It's to, it's a, it's a long progression of events of, of, you know, showing how you can come into a space knowing nothing and then coming out the other end, a completely changed person. And, um, you know, I would say that my life has changed because I started doing this and I'm, you know, learning audio and visual. I'm learning about, you know, outside things from podcasts and news. And then I'm learning about myself, you know, through, me practicing my ability to communicate myself and learning what I'm good and what I'm bad at communicating. And then this is also my message in a bottle, this show. And this message in a bottle is out there to all people curious about Web3 and crypto. Um, it's me reaching out to talk to other people besides just my friends and family who are probably sick of hearing about crypto and stuff like that. I could talk to a wall about crypto, uh, but I'd prefer to talk to you guys. And, uh, you know, so, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, let's move on over here to the Coin Gecko. I don't have a lot of like hard hitting topics today, um, but um, you know, I got some regular old stuff, you know, and I, I you know got some Twitter bookmarks that I've saved, and I really just kind of wanted to honestly test out the sound and make sure the sound had had corrected it or that I corrected the sound. Um, so that's really mainly what this episode is about. It's more me like doing technical shite. Uh, all right. Uh, so Bitcoin, uh, let me go ahead and just refresh this page. I don't think I refreshed it since yesterday. So um, it, it was at 20,561. I'm thinking it'll still be right around 20,000. Um, uh, let's see here. Oh, CoinGecko. You could use CoinGecko. You could use CoinMarketCap, you know, CoinPaprika, CoinCodex. There's like a billion of them out there. There's some paid ones out there like Token Metrics, Masari, you know, um, 
If you really want to get into the nitty gritty, um, you could use things like Glassnode um, that tr follows and tracks like miner activity for Bitcoin and stuff like that and how long wallets have been holding and stuff like that. Um, you know, how many new wallets there are. You know, it gets down to like super nitty gritty information. Look at this down to $19,672.57. I had mentioned a couple of days ago that I had you know sold off a lot of my uh, alt tokens and I'm consolidating down to Bitcoin and Ethereum for you know, for the most part. <clears throat> and uh, it's a safe place to be right now during this, this bear market. I you know if if you're new to this space, I mean it's not financial advice because I don't do that. But like, don't go into these to the moon rocket, you know, innovative technology projects. Trust me, I have seen lots of innovative technology in quotes uh, and the white paper look amazing and I have you know talked about them on the show these projects and then they've gone to zero uh, because that's all they are is a white paper and uh, lots of promises and everything like that but when the market starts getting a little volatile when things start getting a little rowdy um, <clears throat> yeah the project just kind of seems to get shaken up and I don't think that you know some you know people and I've listened to this uh, Bitcoiner Maxi the other day you know he's convinced that everything besides Bitcoin is a scam and that includes Ethereum, a total scam and that they are intentionally out there to, um, you know, create this scam and that it's all VC money being you know, dumped in and pumped and dumped. And then the retail people like you and me are the bag holders. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of element of truth to that, you know, and I'm sure that there are a lot of projects out there. I mean, if you go and you scroll down to the bottom of CoinGecko here, um, I mean, it, there's like thousands of these crypto projects. It goes on to 135 pages worth of these of each page being 100. So that's, you know, that's a lot of crypto projects, you know, 100 times 135 pages. Yeah. You know, do the math. You know, that, that's a, that's a, that's a lot. Um, so um <laughs> these crypto projects are not going to be life-changing that's why i never really go on to the next tab over you know uh, whenever i'm talking about these crypto prices because i don't care like i do like a lot you know i'll, I'll talk about some projects like i talked about you know lens protocol the other day you know i you know, I talk about I talked about tornado cash and things like that that just stand out that have some kind of cool utility and innovation that have something to do with the web. <coughs> sorry, with the Web three space, you know. And um, I just that that's what I'm talking about. I don't talk about this stuff for speculation and trying to find the next moon token. Like if some token project has a cool idea. Like, I'm down with that, man. You know, let's talk about it. But if it's just like, you know, this is going to be 100x, you got to invest now, you know, like, no, dude, you know, like, if somebody's talking like that, turn it off. <laughs> like, seriously, you don't need to sit there and waste your, your time and brain power on that type of stuff, you know? So if you're new to the space, you're not going to 100x. This stuff takes work, you know, and it takes research and brain power. It takes dedication. Um, if you want to get further involved, you have to learn how to code. You know, it's, it's just, <clears throat> yeah, man. You know, like I'm involved in DAOs and the most money I've made in crypto have not been through speculation and in tokens raising in value. It's been through work. It's been through interacting with others and DAOs and and working on projects together, you know, and creating podcasts and things like that. And it's been fun and I love it, you know, but it takes work, you know, and yeah. 
So anyway, Bitcoin's at $19,672.57. Ethereum is down to $1,000.62.68. A lot of people called it a bear trap as what uh, the crypto market was um, in. And that was that little pump and just enough to trap some of the bears. And, and no, bull trap. I'm sorry, bull trap. It, and uh, it was just enough of a pump to, you know, to trap some of the bulls and then everything continues to tank down further and uh yeah so we'll see where this goes um are we at the bottom i don't know i mean who am i you know so so anyway we have tether usdc and binance usd all in the top 10 and then die down here at number 12 those are all stable coins equal to a dollar um and uh, anything else of like a major sniff? Polygon's still pumping. I mean, up 15.1% in the past seven days. It's one of the only green ones on this chart, like literally. Um, <laughs> uh, the quant network. Um, I used to have some quant network. I actually made some decent money off of speculating off of quant, and that's up 37.3%. Um, the quant network tries it, it aims to be like an interoperability token for a lot of banker networks you know so banks can talk to each other easily it's definitely a world economic forum bankers type of token um i got out of all tokens that have you know are deep deep in the world economic forums pockets um i know ethereum is you know so i mean okay sorry but uh you know like quant is like deliberately same thing with xrp you know um so I'm trying to, you know, not feed that machine as much as I possibly can. Uh, so I don't know. You know, it's just a little part, little bit, but uh, you try to do your part, I guess. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, so uh, the Serum Network is up 30.2% in the past seven days. Never heard of this. This is a number number 100 token. Um, anyway, so let's go over here to the old tweeter and... Um, uh, today, I'm going to talk about this thread that I found called Fake File Extension Scam. And this is this is not a new scam. I mean, this scam has been around for since the beginning of the Internet, it seems, you know, since PDFs have been around, you know, which is a long, long time. Ah, anyway, scammers are spoofing file extensions to disguise malicious files as PDFs. And targeting artists, influencers, and projects because artists and influencers, uh, we don't know jack squat. Um, you know, I didn't. I didn't. I'm. I'm not a programmer, even though I do know quite a bit about programming, and I have programmed in the past, like things like PHP and you know some SQL stuff, you know, web development type of stuff. I've dabbled in some solidity. I just have the hardest time setting up the development environments. I can never get the freaking version to work on my computer. And uh, that's why I've had um, stumbling blocks with learning programming. And uh, so, yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> let's look at this thread. Um, let's see here. In this case, um, artist at ra rabbit rabbitin rabbit n m uh, or maybe rabbi ten m I don't know um, was first messaged about a commission for his art. He was sent a zip file containing what the customer wanted with examples and sketches. What seemed to be a normal commission turned bad when the artist went to view the customer's request. So let's take a look at this request here. Um, I mean, I don't really open zip files 
sent to me by even people I trust on the internet, honestly, because uh, who knows, maybe they could unintentionally be sending something from somebody else that they think is legit. And then now here I am trusting this other person and it's sent by somebody to this person, this artist called Waifu. I was trying to explain this to my wife what Waifu was the other day. And I felt good because I'm, you know, I'm 10 years older than her. And sometimes I feel the generational gap. You know, like I liked Mr. Wizard whenever I was a a kid and she liked Bill Nye, the science guy. And those were two. Those were like 10 years generation apart. And uh, yeah, man. And my 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 sister at the time, she liked new kids on the block when we were growing up. And my wife, you know, she liked uh, was it Backstreet Boys? (laughs) Yeah, It's like it's like. About 10 year difference right there. And sometimes you just feel that gap. You're like, oh, man, you know, so. uh, But anyway, this time I explained to her what waifu meant. And so, yeah, I had the heads up on her and she's like, oh, wow. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anyway, um, it says here, I found you on Twitter. I really liked your artwork. Do you have any artwork on the marketplace? Could you show your portfolio? I want to look at them. And so this artist is like, hello. Um, you can click on my OpenSea on my bio, sir. It's spelled S-E-R because that's like a crypto thing, you know, Web3 thing. You don't say sir, you say sir. Yeah, S-E-R. Um, anyway, um, how do you do, fellow kids? Um, and okay, and then so they're showing the art, you know, and this too. Wow, that's beautiful. Can you draw art for me? I want to make a gift for my mother. She's into art. I would like to make a gift. Can I ask you to do it naturally? I'll pay you for your work. Okay. Can you tell me what picture you want? And may you pay may may you pay me in advance? <clears throat> a reasonable request from an artist, or at least some kind of deposit. Um, says I have some sketches that I drew myself, and I also took examples of ready-made arts of other art artists. <laughs> I want to send you examples. Can you give me your email? I want you to do it in your own style. Okay. Okay. Uh, you can send it in here, sir. I can't send the PDF file. Uh, please give me email. Okay, wait. And then they give the email and it's blotted out for, you know, obviously safety security reasons. And uh, so have you sent it? Hey, sorry for my late reply. Reply, wait five minutes. I will send you the archive with arts, PDF file and videos, sketches in the PDF files. Password for the archive is sketches 2022. And then it says, I've seen it. Uh, does it have to be 3D? If yes, I can't. Um, I can only do 2D. And then she's, she's, he says uh, sketches in the PDF file. Okay. All right. <clears throat> So that's the basic message. Nothing like really stands out, looks crazy alarming in there, except for the fact that, you know, terrible grammar, uh, maybe like, I don't know, maybe they're they're not um, American or whatever, English speakers, but yeah, my, um, <laughs> anyway, I'm just a grammar Nazi. You know, I, I did study languages and um, yeah. Um, but I find myself using terrible grammar sometimes too. Uh, most of the time it's intentionally. Anyway, uh, the second part in this thread. After opening the zip file, we can see the example art along with the PDF file containing the customer's sketches. However, this isn't a regular PDF file. It is actually a screensaver file, .scr file, which is an executable script disguised as a PDF file. So have you seen whenever you're downloading a file, it has .exe at the end or .msi or something like that. That is like some kind of executable file that runs a program on your computer. Um, so, so these .scr files, you can disguise them and you can change the, the, the file extension. And, and you're, there's an option in Windows for you to you know, be able to um, uh, show file extensions and you can change those file extensions. Okay, so here we are. Um, let's look at these 
these screensavers, that's some pretty decent art, you know? Who knows where this person got this art? They're a scammer, you know? So they have all these, you know, JPEGs in here and everything like that. And then they have this PDF file in there, kind of just stuck right in there um, as sketches uh, 13, uh, so July 13th, 2022, .pdf. Okay, um, yeah, that's, that's their sketches. And so if you go over here and you right click on the file, and you, you go to properties, you can see that the file is indeed not a PDF file. It, .pdf is only part of the name of the file. The actual type of file is screensaver.scr. Okay, huh, so that's a program. That is not good. All right, so um, let's go down here. Um, after the artist opened the PDF to view the sketches, all of his NFTs were listed and sold, and all his Ethereum was transferred to the scammer's wallet. Oh, wow. I can keep expanding out, but we can clearly see the exorbitant amount of wallets involved. So let's take a look. Um, so it ran a script on his computer. And uh, yeah, there's yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on here. Four ETH stolen, 0.12 ETH stolen, 0.036 ETH stolen. So yeah, um, so let's take a look at how this was done. Hold on, let's look at this other um, picture here, this other picture example. So the last one showed an EtherScan wallet for the audio listeners, and it showed the transactions that happened. I'm not really sure what this graphic is. Um, I, I don't know, some other visual of different type of wallet transfer destination. So I, I guess that's the map of where those um, uh, NFTs went, you know, and the route that they were taken and where they are now, or they may have disappeared, whatever. So um, <clears throat> how did he do this? Simple extension spoofing. He changed the file name and added .pdf to the end, then changes the file's icon to a PDF icon. He also filled the file with junk code to exceed the virus total's maximum file size of 650 megabytes. So that fools, uh, because a lot of times PDF files, if they're like super uh, small, um, then it, it, uh, it, it can bypass some kind of you know, um, bug hunters and virus hunters and things like that. Um, so... If you fill it with tons of junk code and basically mean just typing and typing and typing and typing and just random crap, probably just commenting, which don't get read by the machine, but, uh, you know, fill up a file. Um, yeah, you can exceed a file size of 650 megabytes. Um, so, yeah, you know, it can bypass some virus filters that way. Um, artists aren't the only people being targeted by this scam. Being advertised as a pitch deck, and you see somebody coming with a Canva pitch deck of some kind of Figma presentation or something like that, you know, that they've printed out as a PDF, maybe some kind of PowerPoint that they've, you know, printed out the slides as a PDF. So, you know, be careful for stuff like that. So being advertised as a pitch deck in, or a media kit as well, you know, logo uh, uh, guidelines and things like that, you know. So being advertised as a pitch deck, influencers, promoters, and projects have been targeted recently with many people losing control over their wallets and accounts having everything completely wiped. Mm, mm. This is an old Web2 scam tactic, and it's possible with any and all file types. How do you avoid this? Don't carelessly download or open random files. Always check the file type, research, and study basic Web2 security. Um, so if you, need any, if you need to open any files, put them on a Google Drive and view it there. Um, yeah. Um, or yeah. <laughs> so yeah, credit John HQ for bringing this up or use a vir virtual machine. I personally use both. 
Um, this is an automatic. This is automatically turned off by default, but you can enable file type extensions by clicking View at the top of your file explorer, and then enabling file name extensions. This will show the file extensions for all files. So in Windows, and I'm sure in Mac, um, you can um, show the file extensions, and there's an option um, in the uh, yeah, a lot of the the the, the file options, file explorer options. And so, and you can, you can turn it on by showing file extensions. I always turn it on. I like to see what file extensions there are. Uh, it's just, yeah. <laughs> some people, since some people ask to go further into detail, screensaver.scr files are executable and can run any code. It is basically a .exe file. How would they compromise your wallet through this? Well, from this point, we can assume your entire PC is compromised. So you just have to burn it, you know, dip it in hydrochloric acid and get rid of it, you know, drop it into the ocean. Actually, don't do that. That's very polluting. Uh, but uh, yeah, you get the idea. Um, all of your cookies, passwords, extension data, everything is scraped. For example, they could change your MetaMask extension to a modified and malicious version even. If they uh, they can get pretty crafty. Or more simply, they could just wait for you to log in and access your MetaMask and they'll have everything. They have something called key loggers as well um, that can trace your keys. And that has happened to me before a long time ago, but it did happen to me. Um, lots of different ways to go about it. But if you do fall for this attack, you can assume your PC is compromised. I would recommend resetting it, creating a new wallet, and changing all your passwords on everything. So, yeah, yeah. Just one of those little things, man. And so, uh, let's see. Somebody asked, would this still work if you have a ledger attached? Wouldn't they still need the physical confirmation for the transfers or listings to the physical ledger? I understand the rest of your computer would be compromised. I'm specifically asking about the wallet of NFTs. So, a lot of people have what's called a ledger. It's a flash drive, and it's for cold storage. Um, I don't have one sitting here, sitting here, but uh, um, it's you know for you to be able to detach and for st store your crypto and your keys and everything. Not necessarily your crypto is on the blockchain, but to store your keys to your crypto <clears throat> on the ledger wallet, and then you detach it from your computer, and it's in what's called cold storage, and that's definitely the most secure thing you can do. However, there have been a lot of ledger hacks and things like that um, of people finding ways to compromise these ledgers. Um, so let's see what the response is to this guy's question. This is a good question. Would it still work if you had a ledger attached? Um, so let's see if anybody responded quickly. Reach out. Oh, geez. Uh, so now you're just scared. Quickly reach out to ZTech Hack on Instagram for recovery. He helped me recover my loss when I had similar issues too. So be careful what you post on things like Twitter as well. Don't use the words MetaMask in any type of um, post <laughs> because you'll immediately get all types of scammers. And this was a scammer here. They 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 scraped Twitter for the word ledger and quickly reach out to ZTech Hack on Instagram for recovery. <laughs> Do not reach out to ZTech on Hack. That is a scam. Um, so yeah, this person did not get an answer to their their question. But uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, somebody uh, posted a really good question. Uh, this thread skips the most important step. Um, how opening a .scr file compromises MetaMask wallets. Okay. Uh, because your PC is compromised, your MetaMask is compromised. Okay. Uh, some the, the poster said, maybe I could have gone into that. I did bring up the screensaver files or executable scripts, but I wanted to stay on the topic of extension spoofing rather than diving into how ex executable files compromise wallets. Well, I, 
I want to hear about this. So um, I agree the more information, the better here. Let's see if they can if they actually go into it, because this is a really important topic. Um, uh, OK, so people saying, come on, dude, let's talk about the actual screensaver. OK, so you read the memory for OK. Would this still work if you had ledger attached? Oh man, so they haven't gone into exactly why um, the the .scr file uh, executes and compromises the MetaMask wallet. So if you you read the memory for when the MetaMask extension is unlocked, okay, that's what happens, or or something like that. Normally, your seed phrase is encrypted using a passphrase, but when you unlock your wallet the seed phrase will be loaded in plain old text. Okay. Ah, so yes, <clears throat> you can, if, if you can get the, the, the passphrase, the password to your MetaMask wallet, which they can through key logging and stuff like that. And, you know, by running the script, once they can get that, they can go into your MetaMask wallet and use that passphrase to expose your seed phrase. Um, so your MetaMask vault data is in your Chrome local storage encrypted. Um, you take the encrypted text, go to MetaMask vault decryptor, put it in the data along with a password, then it will be decrypted. Once decrypted, it will show your, your seed phrase in plain text. Huh. All right, man. Um, well, there it is. That That's how they, they specifically you know, get your MetaMask data. Um, is this when we click on the show recovery phrase button in MetaMask or is MetaMask always loading this up in the background whenever we turn on our computer and log on with our MetaMask and the password and said, nope, it's always there. Any chance .scr files disguised as .pdf or any other executable themselves just by being saved to the drive without being opened manually by the target user? So just because you download the .scr file disguised as that PDF file, doesn't mean that your system is compromised. So if you happen to accidentally download the file, you're not in, in hot water. You'll be okay. Just don't run it. Don't open that file and just delete that file as fast as you can. Take it to your recycle bin and empty your recycle bin. So, yeah. Um, so he said no is what the, the poster said that it doesn't compromise just by downloading it. I wondered since June 2021 if .scr exploits rely on remote desktop actions from the hacker. If not, the, the GUI they use to carry out the exploit once informed that the payload has been opened. Um, they, and then somebody responded, they just need to read the memory and probably if .scr supports VB scripting, you can easily read the memory. I mean, you can use uh, VB to make CSGO hacks, so it's possible to do this. Uh, interesting. Well, okay. That was an interesting thread, you know, um, fake file extension scams. Look out for it. It definitely was something, um, you know, over 10 years ago. Uh, that was a thing, you know, watch out for the PDFs, watch out what you download, watch out for zip files, watch out, you know, for the, the fake file extension. And uh, I, I've always known that. Um, but uh, now it's back, you know, and uh, with every new innovation technology, there will be new scams and sometimes they will they will bring back the old scams with just kind of a new face on it. And um, yeah, so watch out. Don't open things like uh, PowerPoint presentation in PDF format, um, Canva, you know, brand brand uh, branding guidelines and things like that. Um, yeah, sketches in PDF format unless you really, really know that person. And then 
even on top of that, ask that person where they got that file from, if they've opened it before on their machine, you know, um, and don't worry, you know, most people won't get offended. They know, they realize that this is a wild place and that it's okay to ask questions like that. And so yeah, if they get defensive, then they probably meant to do it. Um, all right. So that being said, um, I think I'll go ahead and uh, call this one a day. I'm going to go out and get some exercise and uh, start this day off right before it gets to be like 109 degrees out. <laughs> that's about, that's literally, yesterday was like 109 degrees. Just to, And it, it, you know, it cooled down around the 830 to a, uh, a cool 100 degrees. So, yeah. Um, now I understand why, you know, the Spanish had siestas in the middle of the day. You know, right around 3 o'clock, two, 2, 2 and 3 o'clock. Um, cause it got so damn hot. <laughs> so, all right, man. Uh, well, I will talk to you all later. Thank you for making it to the end of this program. If you actually like this content, give a thumbs up. And if you want to hear more, just hit the subscribe button. I'm available on YouTube, Odyssey, and BitChute, and on all the major podcasting platforms in audio version, Spotify specifically. If you would like to follow and leave a review, that would help a lot. I am also available on Twitter at EurekaJohn1. That's E-U-R-E-K-A John, J-O-H-N, and the number one. My DMs are always open. Feel free to shoot me a message. Thanks again.